0: Ballistic Kids was a winner of a Benchmark 72 on Saturday. He led all the way there for the uh, training combination of Matt, Paul and Barb Joseph. Um, Matt and Paul Jones and Barb Joseph. And the jockey's a great story. Jake Barrett, who rode the horse. It was his first Saturday Metropolitan winner. Uh, I thought his interview post-race was just fantastic. Uh, He spoke about his his story and uh, what it meant to him to sort of ride that city winner at the weekend. And he's on the line for a chat this morning. Jake, welcome to Racing HQ, mate. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me, Luke. Really appreciate it. Congratulations on the win at the weekend. Uh, we'll touch on the the race itself firstly. You, you know this horse well, don't you, Ballistic Kids? And he's a tough uh, horse to get past when he gets his own way in front as he did on Saturday.
1: Yeah, exactly right. I've had four rides on him for two wins and two seconds. So obviously, I run in second in the Snake Gully Cup and another uh, 64 at the Provincials at Gossard. Um yeah just the race sort of panned out the way we wanted we never we've never really had the the opportunity, opportunity to lead on him and obviously when that opportunity presented itself on Saturday, we just capitalized. We mm. always thought that if he was a horse that could get in front and get his own way, he would always be very hard to run down with the fifty three and a half on his back
0: absolutely mate he showed great fight for you and uh to win a race in town on Saturday must have been an enormous thrill
1: yeah it it was and you know uh, I think I stated it in my uh, post-race interview. Like, I could retire now and be happy, and that was no exaggeration. Like, from where I've come from and uh, what I had achieved previously to obviously winning a race on Saturday at Randwick, it was, to me, that that's the pinnacle, no matter if it's a 72 or a Group 3 or a Group 1, you know. I think riding a race at Randwick on a Saturday is just a pinnacle for any jockey. So I was just absolutely chuffed.
0: Yeah, and, mate, not not everyone gets there. Uh, So you've ticked that box. So it's a real feather in your cap. You, You spoke about... Uh, Some of the what your history uh, that you were driving to? What was the track you told us about post race?
1: It's called Ingonia. Unless you had a map in front of you, you probably wouldn't be able to find it. It's uh, a little dirt track out the back of probably about 150 k's away from Burke. Um, Yeah, I was going out there with a few fellow other jockeys, and you know, most you know, it was just just so funny. You know, three months ago, that's where I was riding, and to where I'm riding now today is just unbelievable.
0: What's Brought on the the change because obviously heading there um, you, you're off the grid, aren't you? But uh, then all of a sudden you, you found yourself to town, and I'm sure that Barb, Paul, and Matt have been a big part of that too. They have
1: been. They have been. They were they were in contact with me for quite a long time. I'm very very close mates with their with their senior stable rider Quade Crow, and um, always been mates with him for a very long time. And he'd been pushing me to make the move for a long time. He said, "Come on, Jake. Like uh, there's you're a better rider than where you're riding and Come down, come down the Canberra, come down the Canberra, and I put it off for a while. And then it was one Saturday night. I was sitting there, and he called me again. And you know, he probably called me once a week, saying, "Come on, Jake, make the move, make the move." And I just turn around. And I said, "Right, oh, I'll be there. I'll be there in five days' time." And um, the rest is history. packed my bags, pack bags, and moved down the Canberra. And the boys and Barb have just taken me under their wing uh, incredibly well. Like they've just they've been such so good for me, so good for my career. And so good for my own, you know, my own health. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, they've—I I honestly can't thank them enough. Like we were—we were, we were honestly sitting down yesterday. Like yesterday, I'm a bit far away from my family, living down here and stuff. And they said, "Come with us. Come have family with us." They've just taken me like like one of their own family members, and um, I'll always be grateful for the opportunities that they have given me so far in my career.
0: Mate, they're great people. I, I know them well, also. But one thing I know about Barb, Paul, and Matt is they don't they appreciate hard work so you must be doing everything right at home you must be turning up with a smile um because i know that when uh they appreciate that sort of stuff uh those those people and uh it must be uh, just reward for you to reward them for the confidence they showed in you
1: exactly right i think i was only saying the matt on the thursday when um acceptance has come out for the meeting sorry no, sorry on the wednesday and the, and I just said thank you, know, thank you so much for the opportunity You've been trusting me. And they said no, no, like you're putting in the hard yards. And they said when you know, like you follow instructions and you're doing, you're doing everything right on these horses. And um, you know it was even funny. we were coming, coming back on Saturday night from Randwick. Me and Paul we come back together, and you know, and you know, I had people message me saying, oh, how are you going to celebrate? Are you going to go and have a few beers isn't that. And I thought no, not really. I can't. I um, I was in the car at three o'clock the next morning to drive the Sapphire Coast to gallop horses on Sunday morning. So. There's uh, there was no rest of the wicket put it that way.
0: Oh that's fantastic. That's just sh- sign of maturity too. Um how old are you now, Jake? Oh, I'm I'm 24 so I started my apprenticeship a bit later.
1: So yeah. A bit of a, bit of a more mature aged apprentice, but um I think it's been the best thing for me. I've been able to you know especially approach uh, approach connections and trainers are probably a bit more of an adult approach and probably help my communi- my communication skills a bit more as well. Just being that a little bit older
0: and being a you know just being that bit more mature in the head. Yeah, definitely, mate. So you're in Canberra. You're based there now. Uh, how's the adjustment been? Are you enjoying it down there?
1: No, I, I am. I am. I'm, I'm very. I'm very invested in you know in the game and and racing and form and all that sort of stuff. So I don't probably get out and about as much as I should in, in you know being I'm in such a capital centre as Canberra. But no, it, it's good. I, I've lived a few different places, and you know it's just enough, it's just another place. I I really I, I really do like Canberra Racecourse and and the facilities that they have. I think it's an unreal training facility and. It's no wonder that horses just seem to excel from that facility. Um, But, yeah, no, no. In, I guess, in full, yeah, no, it's been a really good change for me. It's been good for my mental health and it's been fantastic.
0: That is good to hear, mate. Um, I'm really happy for you. And as far as uh, that passion, you've clearly got that back. Did you lose that at any stage?
1: Oh, majorly, majorly. I was only, you know, I think once again in the the article in the Herald on uh, Sunday morning, it said, you know, I I was... I was close to giving the game away, and that was no word of a lie. Like I was, I was doing big hours. I was, I was, you know, I was watching my weight pretty hard, and I was riding horses out on dirt tracks that probably, without being rude, weren't worth two bob. And um it does, it does affect you after a while. So you know, just just what two months can make, can make in your whole career. It's given me a new spark and spark in life, and being like, okay, like after Saturday, I can, I can really do this, and I can really rip in and have a good crack here. And, Being able to ride the 51 kilos, being able to ride pretty light, you know, hoping from here onwards it just opens a lot more opportunities and Mm. a lot more doors for me.
0: Is that something that's always come naturally to you, being able to ride at a a light weight, or is that something you've worked on? Uh, Definitely not, though.
1: I'm quite a taller fella, so I've always had to work incredibly hard on my weight. Um, But that's just, I think, me being determined. I had a lot of people when I was starting off my career say I'd, I'd never be a jockey, let alone ride the light weight, so I made sure when... I could claim the four kilos in the country. I could ride the bottom weight. I could ride the 51 kilos and, you know, push my body hard and make sure it was worth my while as well. And I was only speaking to my manager, you know, uh, the other day, and he said, you know, five, six years' time come them, come them handicap times when the horses are carrying 50, 51, 49 kilos. And, you know, you've got to work hard for it. But if you can do it, it once again, it opens a lot more opportunities for you as a rider. Of course it does.
0: Uh, give us your background. You mentioned you, you, you started your apprenticeship pretty late.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I, about five years ago, I—I'm I'm being completely honest—I'd never even sat on a horse in my life. Yeah, right. I probably wouldn't have been able to sit on a mule. I would have rolled off it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, I, I actually had a friend of mine at the time, which was a farrier at, at Gay's, and they messaged me and they said, "Oh, would you be interested?" I'd, I'd always been kind of light around the fifty-five, fifty-six kilo mark, and they said, "Oh, would you be interested in coming down and learning how to ride?" And I—I I hadn't really thought about it much, and then I just sitting there one day and I remember my old man said to me, he said, What do you got to lose, mate? He goes, Go give it a crack and if you like it, you like it and I just seen the fellow form of it and the guys at Tulloch Lodge, like they were they were very good to me, they were very hard on me, but they, they probably made me the person I am today and you know, the, the, obviously to come from Tulloch Lodge and do what I've done and then obviously ride my first city winner at Ranwick, the home of the home of gay, you know what I mean? So it was really a real satisfying sort of feeling, if I'm being honest.
0: So how old were you when you had your first race ride?
1: I was, I'm trying to think now, so I was probably about, just after 22, just after COVID, so I, I sort of rode my first winner at Newcastle for Kim Wall, mm. and after that, after that COVID sort of set in, and it sort of put a bit of a hold on my career for a bit, because obviously riding for Kim, and I was riding trials for her, so I was sort of zoned in the metropolitan provincial region, so that didn't help my career very much, but once all COVID finished up, I um, I got the opportunity to move out to Brett Robert at Dubbo, and I was his first apprentice, and um he was, a, he was absolutely fantastic for me. The, the rides he gave me, the, the experience that he gave me, and then I had obviously the backing of Rodney Rob as well, and he's just a legend in his own right. Um, and they really made me the rider I am today. So I actually can't thank them enough for the opportunities they gave me in my time out in the West.
0: Chatting to Jake Barrett this morning on Racing HQ, a city winner at the weekend on board Ballistic Kids. Um, if you weren't going down that path of racing, Jake, um, what do you think you would be doing? Did you have any interest before the track riding well, became a, a yeah, part of your all life? About- I
1: was about three quarters away from my bathroom tiling apprenticeship, I'm being completely honest. And I was, a, I was a bathroom tiler, nearly a bathroom tiler by trade. And I was I was actually rowing surf boats for the surf club. I, my family are quite heavily invested in surf club in, um, down at Ocean Beach in New South Wales on the Central Coast. And I was I was actually rowing, rowing surf boats and giving that a real good crack. So I, I, I'd always been a sporty sort of athletic person, but um, obviously once I started doing the riding, I... I, I I couldn't do both. I couldn't build muscle rowing surfboats and then trying mm-hmm. to cut weight being a jockey. So I had to give one of them away. And obviously being a jockey pays the bills a bit better than rowing a surfboat. So that's what I chose to go with.
0: Yeah, uh, smart play, mate, I reckon. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, though. I, rowing is a very hard sport. You've got to have extremely good cardiovascular fitness. Um, so, yeah, I guess that wouldn't have hurt you because that leg strength, that leg drive that you need to, to row, I guess riding a horse, there'd be some similarities.
1: Oh, exactly, exactly. I, I, and it probably helped me. I was always a fit. I was always pretty fit from tiling, and then obviously being 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 a nearly a full time rower, I was training every day to to row surfaces with my crew. And um, you know, the transition into hard work and and into the racing game. Like I know a lot of people struggle with the the early starts, the early mornings, the big hours, the wasting and everything like that. But it wasn't. I seemed to adapt to it quite well because obviously my father had always taught me to have a really good work ethic and. If you want something in life, you've got to work for it. And if you don't work for it, well, don't expect to have it.
0: Sounds like you're pretty close with your family, mate. Um, how proud were they on Saturday?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was It was pretty unreal. Like, my, I'm the only person in my family in racing. So, for them, it's it's a bit unbelievable for them still. Like, they just probably don't, if I'm being honest, they probably don't understand the enormity of it. But to get, like, you know, I, I spoke to my old man on Saturday night and he was just stoked. You know, you could just tell he was proud as punch and, Mum was currently, mum was currently on a cruise boat in the middle of the ocean somewhere. But <laughs> word word got out to the cruise boat pretty quickly. that I'd won a race in town, and they reckoned she was tears. And it was it was a, it, there was a lot going on. So um, yeah, I, I, I do love me old man and me mum. And mum they've been very good. They're very they have been very hard on me in the past, but they they've only been hard on me to make me the person I am today.
0: I guess you're not keen to go back to any anytime soon, then.
1: No, no, definitely <laughs> not. I, I, as much as I. I, I will always look back at that chapter of my career as and take positives out of it, you know what I mean? And it's a, it's a very... i tell you what it does, Luke. It, it, it humbles you very, very quickly. Of course. That, you know, you, you see where you've come from and how hard you've worked to get to where you are today. And, you know, obviously, obviously you're only as good as your last ride. You're only as good as your last winner. So, obviously, I'm looking forward to it. We've got a Sapphire Coast meeting tomorrow down here with the boys and got a full book of rides and a few nice ones. And I really need to capitalise on this and really... Um, really, you know, I guess, you know, capitalise and really make make my presence known down in this region now. Yeah. Like, I've got the opportunities. So I've just got to really rip in now and have a go.
0: Well, mate, momentum's a big thing in racing, uh, and you've certainly got a bit of that now. And I think if you, you keep that work ethic that you've clearly got um, and that mature head that you've developed as a 24-year-old, I mean, uh, no celebrating on Saturday, straight back down to the Sapphire Coast to do gallops. Um, I think that... <laughs> that, was, that was- that speaks yeah, volumes, mate, so congratulations on that. And you touched on your mental health before, and I think that's something that particularly our generation, um, it's spoken about a lot more openly than it has been in, in recent years. I'm glad in that area you've uh, made great improvement and you're in a good place too because that's the most important thing. Racing will go on, but uh, as far as mental health goes for all of us, um, I think that's the most important thing, no matter what you're doing in life.
1: I agree, I agree. And I think when you're, when you're physically well and you're mentally well, obviously don't just going back to the racing side of things you you read a race better you ride you ride better you you um you handle different horses better you know what i mean you have a you had that drive and that work ethic to get up in the morning and really have a go and i think I, that's why i think it's so important and you know there has been times where you know and i think all people go through especially jockeys where your mental health isn't the best you know what i mean you can't ride a winner you're, you're struggling with your weight you know the horses you're getting on aren't you know aren't very much good or they ain't very good and and, you know, it does affect your mental health, and it's all about trying to push through and come through the other side and being like, okay, there's more to life than this, and you just got to, you know, keep, take, take the highs or the lows, you know what I mean? And, and, and when you're on a high, but obviously you've got to accept the lows as well. Definitely. And I think that's a big
0: part of the game. What's your best chance tomorrow at the Sapphire Coast before I let you go? My best
1: chance tomorrow? i you, I've, I've really like a horse called Blood Ties, $11 class past one, 1400 She's $11 at the moment. And I'm probably riding shorter price horses of the day, but I give her a little gallop here on Sunday at the Sapphire Coast on her home track, and she's drawn barrier two. She should be able to dictate dictate from barrier two, and she's fit as a rock, and I think she'll be very, very hard to beat, she'll with a bit of give in the track.
0: Fantastic, mate. Uh, great to chat to you this morning. Uh, enjoyed the conversation, and I look forward to following your career going forward. Thank you, Luke. I really appreciate the time.